0: Hello and welcome back to the Habs Puck Drop Podcast. This is the second game of the season and we've already been screwed by NHL Live, so we're coming to you from the end of the second period. Um, there's so much to say already about this game, having you know seen so little of it, there's been basically nothing good.
1: Yeah, so just to jump in here, we came in basically after the Kyle Ocpozo goal and the uh, Gergensons goal, so we missed quite a bit of the first period. Um, clearly... You know, this wasn't so much of an offensive issue where, you know, going into the third period, shots are pretty much tied up. Um, but again, I'm, I'm not seeing that, you know, that kind of burst offense from the Canadians, especially from our top six you know i i i think you noticed too there was a a kind of a mishmash of a line i saw to foley suzuki perot which i don't know what's going on there well statistically
0: um, speaking caulfield and perot are the same player yeah right that now. could
1: have been a line change kind of thing but still i hope we're not already you know mishmashing the lines because um you know perot does not belong on our uh you know our, our no on on, on, on our anywhere in the top one, right, line um you know Goaltending, you know, I Jesse and I were talking about how um, I think they're trying to recreate the R1-2 tandem goaltending-wise, and I, that just doesn't work with the goaltenders we have currently with Carey Price out.
0: Um, you know, Samuel
1: Motambo just
0: does not look solid. My, my question is, was Jake Allen so tired from one game that he couldn't play? They
1: barely shot on him last night, so...
0: I, it makes no sense. Well, one, the,
1: look, they barely shot on him last night, and it's, he's played one game in the last. That's what I mean. Like, months. even if
0: he, he had a hundred shots against, it's a hundred shots in yeah. one night.
1: I hope they're not trying to just do like a patterning thing where they're basically like, "Well, this is how the season's gonna go, so we might as well just start it off like yeah, this." Yeah,
0: it's, it's already frustrating to watch. You know, we're we're seeing two. You know, Weidman he scored his first goal for the Canadians from Perot and Armia. We're seeing this trend of, you know. Defenseman getting that one goal and then look we're down four one as it's at like at this point, um, yet again discipline's an issue. Ben Chirac is thirty one years old. He does not understand what hooking is. Like he he does not get the penalty because he gets one every single night.
1: Yeah, well, this thing I think he you know you're obviously being uh, facetious, but he 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 clearly understands it. I just think he takes the penalties at the wrong time. Like there's a time to hook someone.
0: It's just so okay? lazy.
1: It is, and that's the, that's the thing. It's like there's a time and place to hook someone, and you know when you're you know on a you know five on four penalty kill, and the guy's you know leaving the uh, you know exiting the blue line to kind of uh, get a you know penalty a power play line switch. That's not the time to put your stick around somebody and, and take a penalty, go five on three for a minute.
0: Well, that's the other thing, and I look, we're going into a power play in the third period. However, it's also just important to note the Habs are 0 for four on the power play so not only are we just giving up goals left right and center but we're also not capitalizing whatsoever and you know it's just you'd mentioned it near the end of the second period that Hoffman is the only player in our forward group missing and he's not a five on five weapon he's a power play weapon so like we need to get the goal scoring happening because this is the team
1: yeah I we're not seeing those caliber shots from Caulfield. We're not seeing those cal. You know, I, I was surprised... I didn't know. see
0: Caulfield. I
1: didn't see Caulfield either, but, I, you know, even looking at Josh Anderson coming out of the box to make it 5-on-4 after the Ben Chirot penalty, just no steam going up the right side of the rink. Like, yeah, I don't know what happened he had a two-minute break. He had a two-minute break. He's all rested. He comes out, and it looked like it was the end of their power play unit, and, um, you know, I, I I think it was uh, Darlene there, actually, and he, he looked gassed, and... You know he uh, Anderson had a good probably five step head start and he still got caught up on it. Just doesn't look like you know preseason Josh Anderson. It just looks like everyone's just out of out of character right now. And um, you know I you know even Gallagher some bad bad uh, yeah
0: bad plays. There was a two on O that happened because Gallagher's just you know. But what do you do
1: when like clearly we're shooting the caliber of the shot isn't good, but you know. When it was 2-1 at least, 2 nothing, there's kind of that, like, glimmer of, you know what, just keep this pressure on. It's Craig Anderson in, in you know, between the pipes at the other end. Something's going to go in, but then, you know, you start getting these weak, floppy goals go in on you, on, on Montembeau. And, um, you know, it kind of just takes all the wind out of your sails. And it's, like, it's really tough to come back from that just psychologically. And we know the Habs are a, you know, quick out-the-gate team. And we kind of fizzle out in the second and we have a little bit of a bump at the end of the third but you know the second kind of bleeds into the first half of the third so i don't really expect a lot of energy coming out
0: that's the thing i think we're going to take the power play for granted in the sense that we're just going to kind of use it to get set up but the things we've missed 15 to i think 45 seconds of it already and by the time we're set up, there's going to be eight seconds left on the power play. So who you have out there? You just got go. to put out all of your people who you know will score goals. You need Suzuki, you need Caulfield, you need Toffoli, Petrie, and mm. you know maybe Dvorak to take the face off. So Petrie and Suzuki on the point, controlling it. Uh, I'd put Weidman out. What, yeah, Weidman's another good option. I, I just think they'll use Weidman in the second unit if they can. But um, yeah, honestly, I, I just don't like what I'm seeing. We're two games in, so obviously there's, you know, that, that little asterisk of, like, don't panic, but also panic a little because this is this is supposed to showcase the team, you know? These are supposed to be kind of, like, tryout games for guys, like, where Perro can get a pair of goals and where, you know, Montembeau can pad his stats. Like, he's not going to have an easier time against, you know, a full-fledged Toronto or a Boston.
1: Yeah, and before you guys jump in the Instagram DMs and start saying
0: we're overreacting, it's game
1: two... You guys have to realize our division is so tight and there's literally 75% of our division could make it to the second, third round of the playoffs. That's the caliber of teams that we're fighting against. We have to win the Buffalo Sabres games. Like this team will come in last, if not second to last in the league. Everybody in our division is going to beat them. Like we need these games. They're like, they're not as important as, as, as the loss to, you know, Toronto or to Boston's or to Tampa Bay. Um, but, you know, they're basically games that, you know, everyone's going to have under their belt. Well, and that's the uh, thing. And look, it's tough when we lose these. We had a, this problem last year, too, with the Ottawa games.
0: Well, th- that's it. And, like, look, at, as it is right now, the other teams in our division that are playing, Ottawa's beating Toronto at the end of the second 3-0. Um, Florida is tied with Pittsburgh at the end of the second. And Detroit's ahead of Tampa in uh, halfway through the second to 3-1. So... It's, it is an off night, let's say for the quote unquote favorites. However, you need to capitalize on those. You can't rest on and be like, okay, well, all the better teams lost. It's like no, when they lose, you need to win because that just puts you one step ahead.
1: Yeah, and what do you do? Um, like, what do you tell the guys in the locker room? Like, what do you? Just wake like, up! Do you, it's the do you game. Pull, the season started. Do you pull Mo- Montembo? I would start out in the 3rd fucking field day saying this guy's name. All Montembeau. Yeah.
0: Montembo. Uh, (laughs) Matumbo. But um, I'd pull him. I would have Allen start the third period just to basically tell him, like, you know what? We tried it, it didn't work. Um, The team's not giving him much help either because he's letting four goals and 20 something shots. Um, Just tell them, look, new game. This is a team where you can score. Three, four goals in a period. On yeah, you have Craig Anderson. They have one defenseman who's useful. It's Rasmus Dalene, and he's played a lot so 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 far. So really, just pressure them. Get to the front of the net. We've got guys now. You know Gallagher is Gallagher, but you've got Anderson. You've got Dvorak. Just drive the net. Yeah,
1: and when you know, as soon as Dalene goes out there, swap Anderson on and get him to forecheck hard. This kid can't take hard forechecks. No, and like even Army, just
0: push Army into the front of the net. Gas them basically because like this is the only way that like you can you can play Fuck hockey. Is he
1: killing us in the corners though?
0: Yeah, like rewatch some of these uh, corner plays,
1: guys, and the Dalene's just nuts in the corners. He's such a useful talent, but yeah,
0: well, yeah. Look, we'll we'll get back for the third. Hopefully, our moods changed a little bit here, but um, as it stands right now, I'm hopeful, but you know, skeptical. All right, so um, disappointing. Nothing Nothing good from that game. Literally. Like, um, I can't think of a single thing
1: that I'm like, you know what? That's a bit of a silver lining. Defense was bad. Goaltending was bad. No offense. So, like, we're at the point now where, um, you know, we're only two games in the season, obviously. But two goals in two games. One of those games being against Craig Anderson and the Buffalo Sabres. You know, I really hope that... You know, with all the moves we made in the off season, I really hope scoring goals is not still an issue for the Montreal Canadiens. Like,
0: yeah, I, I do have to single a couple things out here. Um, Perro was on a line with Toffoli yeah. and Suzuki, so we're already shifting lines around based on the night. Um, we're incapable of putting pressure, and our our team needs to learn how to play defense. Because yeah. you can't give guys like Okpozo a night to remember. Yeah, He was all over us. The thing that bugs me too, though,
1: is that you can tell with how, you know, just do statistically all these guys are. We're going to win next game like 7-1. Yeah. And then, you know, that's kind of like a story of last season too where it's like, you know, we have, you know, an average goals four you know in terms of league averages but these are it's they're very polarizing like you know we'll get you know one or two goals max for like a you know a stretch of three to five games and then like blow out of vancouver or we'll blow out in ottawa or something yeah. like that or blow out of detroit when like we need some goals. we're supposed scoring. to blow
0: out of Buffalo.
1: we are supposed to blow out of buffalo but um we just need consistent goal scoring and like you know, we need Anderson to score, we need, you know, uh, to fully to score, we need Caulfield to score, we need Suzuki to score, we need Gallagher to score, we need Armia to score, you know, like this is you know, I we can't have these guys all kind of being a trough together. Like we need the reason why we you know, Mark Bergman and the Habs organization made this team this way is to prevent droughts and prevent troughs, because if Gallagher's having an off week You know, maybe Toffoli can bring it up, or Hoffman can bring it up, or Anderson, but we seem to be in this, like, perpetual, you know, if I'm down, we're all down situation in terms of goal scoring, at least, and it's super frustrating. Like,
0: so, I mean, when you break it down, offense needs to get going, defense needs to get going, goaltending needs to get going, power play needs to get going, the penalty kills all right. We only, you know what? I'll try to find
1: some kind of, you know, star in the sky. I was very happy with Chris Weidman's play tonight, you know, and not even, you know, neglecting the goal or whatever. I mean, it's good he scored. But, um, you know, just I, I when I was watching him on the ice, it looked like he was in position. It looked like he kind of has, you know, a good idea of what the rhythm of the team is defensively. And he, you know, he, he pinches... You know, I'm kind of comparing him to what we saw from Eric Gustafson last year because, like, he's yeah. he's roughly like what we're replacing Gustafson with. He's better, and he's better. Uh, well, it's not roughly; he's exactly what we're replacing Gustafson with. You know, he, uh, he's got a lot of you know similar skill sets, just a, to an nth degree higher. And in comparison to Gustafson, I've I've kind of liked Chris Weidman's decision making a lot more, uh, despite it being such a bad game. I think you know he kind of stood out a little bit.
0: Yeah, and I, I will say that Jonathan Druin has been the best player on the Montreal Canadiens this year so far and he continued tonight to play well. Um he made one whiffed pass, but actually ma- managed to get the puck back too.
1: Yeah, well this is the thing. I mean Druin, you you know, I you have to look at the trends with this guy because, you know, I've been saying this for years. Like when he's going, he's, you know, one of our best players easily. But the thing with Druin is is that you know, you can expect a lengthy drought, you know, around midseason, you know, uh, you know and I, I mean lengthy in terms of like, you know, 15 to 25 games yeah. where he doesn't get a point or he doesn't score or that's, something like that's that. That's the and thing. That's why, like, you know, I think it's every season where, you know, he gets a goal or he gets a few assists and everyone's like, here's Jonathan Drew and it's like, yeah.
0: I know he's a very talented guy. It's just, it's the consistency in his play that's missing. I'm saying in terms of, in terms of Devil's add get a little bit and also just like in his defense... Uh, the one big notice uh, change that I've noticed so far is he seems to be playing with more aggression.
1: He's shooting more, and too. he's
0: shooting more. That yeah. was my other big thing. So um, while yeah, history would tell and his whole career in the NHL would tell one story, um, we never know he could blow up for a year, and that year will be the fluke. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's his norm, but you never know. Um, yeah, this game was just disappointing. Yeah. A five-one loss. Craig Anderson. Is not a nine six eight goalie. No, That's and, you know a, this would be just embarrassing brutal. just
1: because, like, you know, Puck Empire, TSN, all these guys were posting like, in fact, Craig Anderson
0: is the Buffalo Sabres starting goaltender. Yeah. And everyone was laughing. And it's like, but you know what? Much in Canadians fashion, we stack, we stack the, uh, we stack, we pad the stats of these horrible yeah. teams and these horrible goals. How many times have you seen a backup goalie have a career night? Against yeah, the Montreal Canadiens, it's brutal. It's right. insane. Let's just
1: double check the other scores. So, uh, unfortunately, yeah, you know, you know the, it's bad
0: when uh, we check the other games. So,
1: <laughs> luckily, the Leafs lost the Senators, three-two. Uh, Pittsburgh and the Panthers, you know, obviously emphasizing the Panthers there. Uh, they're in OT right now.
0: Okay.
1: Um, you know, Detroit is up against Tampa, four-three at the end of the second. So you know, at at least there's a you know a bit of a silver lining there. It's just like, like I was saying, you know, after the after the second, like we need to be winning these Buffalo Sabres games. Like anyway, I'm not gonna you know beat a dead horse here, but no, you know, for I, sure. I, and then I realize it's the second game. You know, don't start calling us out. It's just at the same time, it is the second game. Like where yeah. is our jump here? Well, like, that's it. No it's jump. Like
0: everyone else seems to be awake. Um, there, yeah. there was one thing I wanted to mention exterior to this game. Um, the preseason and kind of intro to the season kind of long podcast that we kind of referenced this game and last has been recorded. It's under just a little bit of editing with uh, the, you know, the sound and crew. Yeah. So uh, that'll be up very soon. But uh, if you're listening to this now, it's because we posted our first two games back. So like we said, good to be back. Welcome back. Welcome to new vis- uh, lo- <laughs> listeners. It's very late for me and uh, we will catch you guys on the next one. Thank you for
1: listening to the Habs Puck Drop podcast.
0: You can email us your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop@gmail.com at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at Habs Puck Drop.
1: We'll see you next time.